Today is part one of an information and strategy packed two-part episode with the beard guy, Norm. Now, in this first episode, he's going to be talking about how to get into retail stores in order to get up to three quarters of a million dollar purchase orders and also the latest with Google business profiles and more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Did you know that just because you have a keyword in your listing, that does not mean that you are automatically guaranteed to be searchable, or as we say, indexed for that keyword. Well, how can you know what you are indexed for and not? You can actually use Helium 10's index checker to check any keywords you want. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash index checker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And now, I believe, if my math is correct here, for the fourth time, I think you're only the second person who has ever been on the podcast uh, four times, because you know we, we have a guest you know once per year. And we don't bring everybody back, you know, we, we, we by popular demand, you know. So, uh, Norma, I, I'm pretty sure Kean was the first, but now the second person to ever be invited back a uh, total of four times. Norm Farrar, how's it going? It's going great. What an honor. Four times. <laughs> love it. I love it. I don't know what's that. You know, there's three times that trifecta, four times. Is there a word for for that? I, I don't, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, my dad says better lucky than good sometimes, right? That's right. So guys, we're not going to, you know, since he's been on here before, we're not going to go into his full backstory. Um, I, I took the liberty of writing down his old podcast number. So if this is your first time you're hearing Norm and you want to learn more about him, uh, very first time he was on the podcast was episode 80. So make sure to check that out. You can get his backstory. And then in episodes 211 and 327, like I said, about one one per year, um, he, he was, you know, sharing a lot of good uh, tips on, you know, Google My Business and uh, Amazon post what it was just getting started off and, and press releases. And so, you know, last time we talked about Google business profile and I'm sure we're going to be talking about some you know things that are up to date there, but tons of information in those, in those episodes. So make sure to, to give those, uh, give those a listen at your leisure. But anyways, we're here now in, in the middle of 2023 and we want to see what's been cooking, you know, for you. So, so how's the, how's the last beer, uh, the last beer. Yeah. Have you been drinking a lot of beer? Yeah. Norm doesn't or- drink at all. Last beer he drank was probably never, but how has the last year been for you? It's, it's had its challenges. Um, You know, Amazon's not always acting the way I want it to, Uh, but you know, you have to learn to be be resilient and you have to find different channels and and that's what I've been doing. So um, I have been exploring uh, Walmart quite a bit for the last two years. Carrie and I have been, you know, talking back and forth about that, Um, getting heavily into retail. So now, um, retail, what do you mean by retail? Like, like, like brick and mortar or yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting into bricks and mortar. Uh, so not literally, but, um, you know, trying to get the brand on <laughs> Yeah, and you, we'll, you could sell brick and mortar in brick and mortar, I guess, you know, you like get a product in home Depot or something. Perhaps. Yeah. I guess you could. So, uh, no, it's, it's been great because, uh, been learning, just a process on how to go and approach all the big box stores as well as the mid and the independent retailers. And I've seen, well, put it this way, you know, when you, when you have 
a single purchase or, you know, a weekly purchase. Okay, you might sell a hundred, a couple of thousand, whatever it could be. Well, you get a purchase order from Costco or or from uh, Walmart or whatever. They're talking. Well, I showed one. uh, We were on the the cruise together, the Mm -hmm. online seller's cruise. I showed one that I picked up the day before I left, and it was $279,000 for this one buyer. And I mean... Where can you get this that? is one of your products or like a client's product? Or no, what? this is a this is I represent a few brands. So okay. this is one of their brands that were on the marketplace. And yesterday, uh, sometime in the last seven days, there was another one that I just showed uh, showed up for seven hundred and ten thousand. So, Hold on, L- let's take that quarter of a million dollar one. Yeah, walking back. Was this originally an Amazon uh, yes. only brand? Okay, so so they're an Amazon only brand. What they reach out to you and like, hey, we're interested to get into retail, or how, or, or yeah. you were looking at their account and like, hey, why, why don't we get this in retail? Walk us through how how this uh happened. okay. So I talk a lot about retail, and mm-hmm. so one of these Amazon brands, a, a good brand, I reached out and you know asked if I could do anything with them uh, with the brand, and I said, yeah, this is what I can do. I'll introduce you uh, to a bunch of retail buyers. Uh, I've got a enough experience and a big enough database that. If anybody um, uh, is looking for pretty much any buyer in, in all the main uh, retailers, I could pretty much do an introduction. So what I started to do was create these emails, craft them so they were worded properly, um, help guide them with their um, with their catalog. So you want to have a wholesale catalog to show the buyer. So just got them retail ready. And then it doesn't happen all at once, but it could happen in the first month. It could happen in three months. Uh, but all of a sudden, buyers start to um, get interest. We got one today uh, from the toy, uh, the senior uh, brand developer, uh, de- the senior brand manager in toys at Walmart saying, hey, do you have any toys that you can introduce us to? So, yeah, we just we take those and we. Um, ship them over to the buyer, then the buyer, uh, it's their prerogative if they want to respond back to the buyer or not, or to the seller. If they do, they're, they're just dealing directly with them. So um, yeah, we've got quite a few brands into the retail market recently. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've always been been preaching. You know, Before Helium 10, I was working for a company that was mainly in retail. And you know, I've, I've said this story a lot of times, but I'm always proud of myself. Yeah, I brought their sales from like one to three million, but that's nothing compared to, you know, they're they in every Walmart and and every retail store. And I, and I got them into like a bunch of grocery stores and the POs dwarf what, what is going on on Amazon. If you think about, hey, there's 4,000 Walmart stores, you know, yep. each store has to have, you know, quantity on, on the shelf. And so, you know, each store is buying a few bo- a few cases of the product, you can do the math about the kind of numbers that, that show up. So, so, um, like that takes kind of like special people like yourself. I know like, you know, my old company, we used to use brokers and stuff. Cause you, you can't just like go knock on the door of, of Walmart or Kroger or something like that and say, Hey, introduce me to your buyer. I want to, I want to show this to them. So like, you know, how have you, how did you get to the point where you, you actually can go in and, and do that? Yeah, one of the things that, uh, you know, we do preach is that if you want to go and use a distributor, 
by all means, go ahead because they have this grouping of retailers that they're already in. So if they're, uh, if, if they're a toy distributor or uh, supplements or whatever it is, uh, that's a fast track. You pay a little bit extra for that. Uh, so if you do have the margins that are built in, then great. Uh, when I first started uh, working with distributors, this is when uh, my family owned manufacturing companies. So we would be working with them and, and we had all the margins that we needed to build that were built in. So we made a nice little profit. But to do it on your own, these are just, we've just searching the internet, trying to get into different buyers. Uh, LinkedIn does a great job. But more importantly, you can knock on a buyer's door. But if you don't set up and talk the lingo, uh, one of the mm. things I would recommend is learn the, the language of retail. And if you can do that, that's great. If you come off that you've never done this before, and you're a hack, well, they might just put you in the other pile. Uh, people that can that that come retail ready, they have the proper packaging, they have the right catalog, and their emails are properly written. Uh, then you, you've you've got a chance, and that's going direct. And again, I'm not I'm I, I'm not even naming my service. I'm, I'm just telling people this because I if they're going to do it and they want to have a chance, they've got to look professional. And another big tip is that when you get that buyer um, and they do send you an email, if you're going to wait more than 24 hours, forget it. You, you've got to get back and forth to them. And one fear that I've seen a lot of sellers in Amazon have is that, well, one big one is cash flow. I'll talk about that in a sec. But the other one is how do I, I only have so much inventory and if they want to have a container load, which will never happen on your first order, but if uh, the fear is, oh, they're going to order too much, it's going to kill my Amazon listing, that's going to go down the tubes and then I'm not making that much profit uh, on the other. And I don't even know if I can get all the inventory to them. So mm -hmm. what you can do is when you, when you do get that initial PO, uh, you can talk to the buyer. They know that first of all, you're going to get a test PO. Then you're going to get something that's probably more regional, a few more stores. Then it'll spread out and then it'll spread out. But during that first time, uh, you can let them know that you've, you're going to create better retail packaging or that your product, mm. we just ordered enough product from China. It's going to take a month to get here. There, there's no problem. There's no problem with that. So anyways, those are just a, a few tips. And then cash flow, you got to be careful. Um, sometimes I tell people if they really want, or if they're really cautious about um, cash flow, which you should be, uh, you can always go to independent, um, independent, gro uh, not grocers, but retailers. I, I live in a small hick town, you know, more cows than people. And we have a pet store, independent. We have uh, the variety stores. We have all these independent stores in town. They're still, I mean, they're not dead. Uh, some people think they might smell funny, but you can go and approach these people and say, hey, you know, I have this really great soap. And if they want to be a little bit different than buying Dove or Irish Spring and they want a natural soap, well, I'll, how much is a case? So you give them a case or your minimum order quantity might be two cases. And guess what? They pay with a credit card. 
a credit card. Now, what I found, if you do have a bit of cash flow um, and you work out all these terms with your with the buyer, okay, right at the during the contract, and uh, you, you know if it makes sense, great. If not, don't be afraid to negotiate. Uh, they might come back with what's best for the chain, um, and you come back with what's best for you, and you'll you could meet somewhere in the middle. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so you know, should I be at like at a certain level before I even start thinking about this? Um, or, you know, maybe I'm, I'm still newer on Amazon, but I've got like rock solid, uh, you know, rock solid pricing. So I've got decent profit margins. I've got amazing packaging, retail ready packaging. Um, you know, I might even have products stored here at my own warehouse or something like, am I ready to go? Or do like these buyers want to see some kind of, so, you know, online history, whether it's at walmart.com or amazon.com, uh, before they they can see you, like how much does that help? Where you can show like your 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 resume, your your product resume is like, look, I've been a bestseller on Amazon, or I I've sold one million dollars in the last year on Amazon. Like, how much does that matter? It it really does depend. Like for Walmart, for example, I I know this for a fact. Like to get onto the Walmart marketplace, they're looking for seasoned sellers. So they'll look at your Amazon or they'll look at your Shopify and bring you over. Now the great thing about going onto the marketplace. They have basically pitch fest twice a year. And if they see that your online uh, product is selling, you could get invited to it. But if you want to get down there in front of Walmart and you've got a really great product, same thing. Um, as long as you can get in front of the buyer, um, then you might have a chance getting in there. Going online for any retailer, think of it. All these retailers right now have online marketplaces for the most part. You know, you can if you're um, if you're in the pet business, well, maybe pet value. Uh, if you're uh, Target, Target.com is actually a fantastic platform uh, if you can get approved for it. But you can check out all of those uh, and get onto those marketplaces. But if you want, you can target it. I've seen, I wouldn't say new sellers probably should probably stay away, but mid-level to advanced sellers, um, if if you can show that you've got a good product. It's well-branded. And this is, you know, we've talked about this before, just making sure that your branding is consistent. And Walmart wants you to have this community, this, this uh, brand community that they're trying to build. Well, this is just another level where that retail purchaser or that buyer wants to make sure that you are, you're, your brand is consistent with whatever that store is, right? Um, if it's not, they're, they're just going to pass you by. So if they can go and take a look at your Amazon listing, they see that uh, you've got you know, really great images, uh, you've got great uh, reviews, it's, it's priced accordingly. Uh, and then they go to your Shopify store and then they might type in a couple of keywords, see if you pop up or your brand name and you've got some social media presence, you might have an influencer or two. All of this adds up to being authority. The more authority that you have, the more trust, and more trust equals sales. And that's the same thing with a buyer. They don't yeah. want to have a fluke. They'll take a, they will take a gamble uh, on you, but you better have the brand or that look to support it. So how, do, how would I know when, when, I, when I have enough? You know, like... Is it a is it a revenue? Is it a is it a is it more like a longevity thing? Um, when do I know my resume is ready to go? 
you, know, you, you can try it out 50 grand a month, a hundred grand a month, and they'll come back to you and they're going to ask you those questions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what is, what are you generating right now? What's your gross revenue? What's your top line? They're going to ask you that. And yeah. in fact, um, was it Chewy? I was wor- I, I think I was working with Chewy and they just came back and they said, okay, um, tell me, you know, tell me your costs. Well, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't, <laughs> so they're trying to work out the profit margin, right? And so, you know, your cost compared to uh, what you're selling it for, uh, you know, what is your manufacturer selling uh, retail price? Uh, and if you have MAP, which is your, it's basically the minimum amount uh, you're going to allow them to sell it for. Well, if it meets the, uh, if it meets their range, then it might might be okay. Maybe you have to change a few things. Maybe you have to change your pricing. We've talked about perceived pricing before, and maybe with just adding better packaging uh, and making it for uh, the packaging ready for retail, because there is there will be changes to your packaging. Like, let's say, uh, I'm just trying to see, what do I got here? Um, okay, matcha tea, right there, matcha mm-hmm. tea. Well, is it going to sell like that or is it got to be into a box or does it have to have a hang tag, a clamshell? It's, it, it, it depends. And you might have to get different packaging for different retailers. And I'll give you a great example. Costco. They want okay. bigger, better yeah. yep. products. Well, if you're going to go in with, you know, just this, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. And when I say this, this is a very small package of matcha yeah. tea because you can't see it. But um, if it's a much larger version of this matcha tea tin, then that's fine. Uh, but just that's one of them that you're going to have to change for uh, for the store. The other thing is I've got into uh, very, uh, well, into the Dollar General type stores, you know, used to be a dollar now, $2, whatever it is, maybe it's $10 by now. But um, uh, anyways, those types of stores don't require the same thing. Like they don't require the same type of packaging, um, but you still have to go through the same process. And for those people who don't necessarily have a a big dollar item or something that's that's in that dollar range, or, you you know, maybe you, you, if they're, if you can sell, like I don't even touch this at, at all, but mm. if you've got a smaller dollar item and you can sell it over to Dollar General or any of those types of brands or stores, I mean, that might be perfect for you. I, I, I did sell um, uh, EVA foam, like uh, cosmetic uh, wipes for women. Okay. And we actually, we did the private labeling for CVS, Eckert, Walmart, Target, we got, we got the whole group of them, same foam, but in do- the dollar stores, it was a lot less than if you went over to Target and bought it. It just, the packaging looked a little bit differently. Interesting. Now, let, let's go on the flip side. The ones yep. who have been rejected, is there, is it just, you know, it's not like, you know, they're going to accept every single product. No. Uh, and sometimes it's just luck of the draw, maybe, but, but, Anything stick out in your mind about why somebody you brought there might have been rejected, like a specific reason um, that, you know, maybe you can save somebody the trouble or, or somebody can, you know, hear this and, all right, well, I better I better make sure I have this in order before I go present. First, research 
the uh, the retailer because if it doesn't line up with your brand, mm. forget it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different pet stores out there. There, you might have a, a boutique style of a pet product and you're going to a pet store that is, you know, is very price conscious and it just doesn't line up. Uh, I know again, going back to Walmart, if you don't line up with their, uh, their brand, the Walmart brand, then you'll be rejected. Now that doesn't mean, and maybe you don't have enough sales. So if you go to a Walmart buyer, so you, you know, now you're talking back and forth, they like your product, but you just can't support it. You might get rejected, but that doesn't mean you can't reapply. The worst thing I've seen is when people go into these buyers with big time egos. Oh, I sell <laughs> X on Amazon. whoop de doo That's nothing. That's yeah. a one-time order, you know, and uh, they might have a big ego and then they get rejected and then they show uh, they get resentment and uh you know you, you can't do that you you yeah, have to yeah. go in and come in with a business tone regardless even if the buyer some buyers are jerks you know yeah. and that's the other thing by the way you might be dealing with this awesome really awesome buyer that you get along with now back in the day i'm an old guy i could go and take that buyer out at walmart i I would go and I could buy lunch, you know, depending yeah. on the retailer. There's no way you could do that nowadays. You know, you, you can't do that. So if you got a, you know, if your personality aligns with that buyer and your product does, well, there's, you know, two check boxes, but all of a sudden you might have just a jerk, sure. but they know what they're looking for and they will, you know, they'll let you know what they're looking for. And you might think you you know what they're looking for, uh, but they know your category, your niche much better than you. And um, some just double barrel you and uh, you just you, you get deflated and you shouldn't because in six months, that person will be on a rotation out of yep. the system. Yep. yep. I remember dealing with that. And yeah, you know, like. You can strike out a couple of times, but hey, it just takes one. You know, who, who doesn't want a seven hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar PO? So you know, you're not yeah. going to get that from Amazon. Um, all right, well, that's interesting stuff. We'll, we might circle back a little bit there, but you know, the last couple times on the podcast, and actually, you're the only one I've ever had on to talk about this. But but what's new with uh, Google My Business? Because um, like you're probably the expert of the world in, in the Amazon world, at least on, on this. I don't hear anybody talking about this. So what can you uh, educate us on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I love, uh, so now they've changed everything and this is why I thought it, it might be a, something to talk about is it's now called right across the board, uh, Google business profile. So first okay. of all, some people are going to say, where do I start with that? Well, you can go to business.google.com or if you go up to those nine icons that you see in the top right and click on it, you'll see it under profile. And then you could just register and you can get started. But the what the main advantage, and it's always been, is that Google loves people working with Google products. And Google Business Profile is one of those tools that puts it all together. So the more that you fill it out, and by the way, uh, nine out of 10 people that I talk to say you can't do this with brands. Uh, wrong. 
You can absolutely do this with brands. Uh, you answer the wrong question and they'll say you can't do it. So there is a question that you have to answer when you get verified, to get verified. And one of them is, uh, do you leave your office? Okay. Or, um, it, uh, uh, yeah, one is, do you leave your office? Or I forget the exact wording, but the other one is, um, do you ever leave your office? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, and I would check the box, I don't leave my office. It's not a retail store. Well, you know, chances are you're going to get denied, rejected. Hmm. What you, if you attend a trade show, that's leaving the office. So if okay. you're going to an event, you know, one, one of uh, Helium 10's events, well, guess what? You're a brand now and you can get approved easily. Their approval process is almost immediate now. Uh, they have five different uh, types of approval where you only used to have two, a mailing card uh, or a phone yeah it was a phone call before and the phone wasn't really working at google during the pandemic so you had to wait two or three weeks for the card but um anyways what you can do with this is so cool um let's say you have a shopify store with an amazon store maybe you got approved over at walmart mm -hmm. well it, you can with google you can open up a category or a brand you can put your product line under there. So you have multiple brands, let's say. You can put multiple brands in your Google profile under your company. And then one image. You have one image that um, might be that matcha tea. Okay, you've got that okay. matcha tea and you're selling it over on Amazon. Well, that link goes over to your listing. The next picture goes over to your store. The next picture to Shopify and your next over to whatever you want it to go, over to Walmart. Mm -hmm. And 100% in the second that you click submit, this is indexed. The second that you do that, it's a shoppable link. And if you do this properly and you put in the proper um, keywords, just describe it. Or if you put in metadata, it will help, uh, it will just help in the rankings. Now, the more and the more information that you're putting, let's say we talk about this tea and we have a blog article on our website we can take those blog articles and post it from google into facebook or into other social media uh, sites or you could take it from facebook and point it over to your google business all it is is google will provide you with a link every time you do anything with your google profile you get some sort of lift you get more ranking and I've used this for years. Every time I've done a press release, any type of blog article, any type of repurposing. So if if I'm if I've got if I'm on TikTok or if I'm doing whatever on any social channel, all I'm doing is they're going to ask you uh, when you first start, what website do you want this to point to? Not for the images, but what website is this about? So if I put that it's for this web, like uh, XYZ Matcha Tea. Um, that's your anchor URL. So if you put that anchor URL information into a press release, a blog article, a post, anything, that will be related to your Google business account. And voila, it gets indexed immediately. It once, if you take a little bit of time and just go over now, Google 
just reset everything. If you go into Google business uh, uh, profile now, it used to be very intimidating. There was tons of tabs on the left-hand side that you'd have to fill out. Now there's eight and you open it up and you'll see the eight different tabs. This is where the command center is. And this is where you can post and post and post 10 minutes a day and you're going to skyrocket. Now it'll take a bit of time because Google's got to, and you want to be consistent, but 10 minutes a day. We did this. Um, we got an event coming up where you're going to be, oh, you're going to miss it this year. But I, I'm going to be talking about this. And we we took two brands, brand new, never been on Google business at all. And okay. I was asked to talk about this, what, three, four months ago? Within the last three months, they've had a thousand clicks on their website to buy. That's not bad. So this is- Did they have buy. the Amazon- other ones too are everything. The only one they put in their profile was the uh, website. This is just online sales off of a Shopify store. Wow, thousand clicks. A thousand, yeah. A and now this is on the buy this is page. not paid at all. This is organic. That's the beauty. So right now it's all free. It's been free forever, and mm. this is why I can't. Like I really don't understand why people aren't doing this, and. When you put those pictures up, those are shoppable links that you can find in the carousel. And if yeah. you're paying for, I shouldn't say this, but because I know Google's going to, uh, if you're paying for <laughs> Google shopping, you're wasting your money because you get the same thing when you do it for free with Google business profile. Hmm. All right. There you go. So um, guys, hope you you, know, you might need to rewind that to to, to get to get the full the full benefit there, but uh, something that's uh, pretty easy sounds like to do, and and who doesn't like the f word of uh, free? Yes. Um. So something you like, but but like you said, if somebody had done the old Google My Business, Amazon or Amazon Google might have deleted some stuff, so they need to go and redo their their no. their store. Or no. And so all the information that you had, all the photos, any uh, posts that you've done, um. Those are uh, all, it's all still there. And by the way, if you have an event, so let's say any, any type of event, Google will weigh that event with the keywords in it a lot higher than your typical uh, post that you put out. So um, people will see it through Google My Business and it gets indexed. Wow. All right, guys. That, I mean, see, I told you, Norm always brings some unique stuff <laughs> uh, to the show. Now, before we get back into your, you know, some more strategies um, here. One thing I'm doing um, this year is I talk a lot about um, healthy habits, you know, be it physical health, mental health, and hobbies, you know, people to what, what they do to to get out of uh, the regular rut, you know, um, like myself, you're no spring chicken uh, either. I believe you're above 40 like me. Um, so what about you? First of all, what, what what's your main hobby of like, hey, I need to just get away from, from podcasting and, and e-commerce and stuff. What's your go-to thing? I love cigars, the license plate said. Aha. <laughs> there All we right, go. So cigars. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's my vice. I don't drink. Uh, you know, uh, just if in the afternoon I take a break sometimes if it's nice out. We just start to get some nice weather here and just like to sit out and have my cigar. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now what about um what about you know? 
physical health as far as, you know, do you have any special foods you're eating, uh, special routines, uh, exercising? Uh, you know what? I let everybody else do that. I, I figure if you're going <laughs> to save 20 years, you know, uh, going out to the gym, uh, I'd rather not and, you know, just knock off 20 years off of me so I don't have the hassle of going to the gym. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, I mean, you must be active. You know, it's not like you're just sitting in your in your office uh, all day uh, I, long. You know, like no, a- no. Like we we're um, in a uh, on a nice park, and uh, mm-hmm. so we got the lake in front of us. And I'll go out okay. and do my thing around, like just walk around the lake once in a while. Uh, that, that's about it. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. I don't go to the okay, gym. That's good. That's good enough. Like, like uh, another reason not to live in the city. You know, that's a little bit more difficult to do. Mm-hmm. You're living in, you know, a uh, urban area, but a nice, uh, nice little thing, a uh, benefit of living in the countryside. All right, now uh, let's just do some. You know, you've given us some longer strategies there. Let's do some some quick hitting, quick hitting strategies. They don't have to be about Google My Business, or they don't yep. have to necessarily be about uh, the other stuff you were, uh, we were talking about, like retail. It could be about anything you want. GA four. What is that? Have you heard about Sounds that? Sounds like a video game. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it would probably be a really good video game. This is one of the biggest game changers in on for the internet that we've ever seen. And it's going to be happening in July. And if you do have Google Analytics and you don't migrate over to GA4, which is Google Analytics 4, uh, and you can just... Um, you know, uh, find it on Google, and you can do it yourself, or you can get a, a you know a team to do it for you. But um, anyways, you will lose all, one hundred percent, all information that you've had, any type of analytics, and you'll lose it. Keyword research, everything. So uh, they're coming out with a completely different system now. And they're giving you until July before they just hit the button and everything changes. So it's going to change the way searches are done, the relevance of searches. Uh, It's going to change everything. It's going to be the biggest game changer that we've seen from Google in a long time. Interesting. All right. So there's one thing, guys. uh, Google that if you don't know about it. If you guys have been doing some research and you don't want to lose it, make sure you take action. All right, guys, I'm going to pause it right here. I wasn't planning to do this, but this episode started getting even better than it already is, and we just started going on. I thought I was about to end it right here, but he comes out with some stuff that I had no idea even uh, existed, so I was like, let's extend this out. So we're going to pause this now, and then tomorrow, if you come back, you're going to hear the next episode where we get all uh, really deep into the whole Amazon Influencer and Affiliate Program and Amazon Live and a whole bunch of cool stuff. So I'll see you guys tomorrow.